This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Toyota was the first foreign automaker in the U.S. to raise wages for its hourly workers after the UAW strike. Then Honda did it, and now Hyundai will too. Non-union workers at Hyundai's assembly plant in Alabama will get a 14% raise right now, and by 2028, their wages will have increased by 25%. We think the other transplant operations, including Nissan, Kia, Subaru, Mercedes, BMW, Volkswagen, and Volvo, will likely follow, as well as Rivian, Lucid, and maybe even Tesla. This is a familiar pattern. After every UAW contract gets settled, non-union automakers raise their wages just enough to keep the union out. One of the big worries about that UAW strike was the financial pressure it was putting on smaller suppliers. And we may have just seen the first casualty. A company called Unique Fabricating, which makes plastic, rubber, and foam components, filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy, which is where a company closes down and liquidates all of its assets. It has plants in Michigan, Georgia, Kentucky, Mexico, and Canada. And the bankruptcy filing threatened to shut down assembly plants at Stellantis and General Motors. So Stellantis and its seat supplier, Yang Feng, got a court order to seize all the equipment from Unique Fabricating so they could continue to make the parts. But even with that equipment, it's going to disrupt operations until everything is back up and running again. And here's where the story takes a darker turn. Right in the middle of all this going on, Yang Feng was hit with a cyber attack yesterday. Not only did it shut down part of its operations, it caused production disruptions at Stellantis. Yang Feng is not divulging many details, but whoever launched the cyber attack probably knew it was hitting the company at a very challenging moment. EV startup Fisker is struggling. The automaker reported it lost $91 million in the third quarter, and it slashed its production forecast for the year. Fisker now expects to build between 13 and 17,000 vehicles, down from the 20 to 23,000 it previously forecasted. The company is cutting production, so it doesn't build up too much inventory. But Wall Street wasn't happy with the news, and its shares tumbled 14% yesterday. It's no secret that Tesla wants to expand its operations into India, and it's making moves to do so. The Financial Times reports that Tesla is in talks with the Indian government to reduce tariffs for electric vehicles. Currently, an EV costing under $40,000 is slapped with a 70% tariff, and EVs more than forty dollars are hit with a 100% tariff. The new proposal would slash that tariff down to 15% for five years. But Tesla would have to commit to building an assembly plant in the country. And in other Tesla India news, during a visit to the automaker's plant in Fremont, California, India's trade minister said Tesla is about to double the number of components it imports from the country. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Have a problem with your car? Mercedes will now send a mechanic right to you. It's launching a mobile service in Germany where a tech pretty much shows up anywhere you want them to, and they can perform maintenance, small repairs, and other checks on the vehicle. 
The service is available for most electrified Mercedes and smart models and costs nearly 70 euros just for them to show up, plus any repairs. If successful, Mercedes plans to expand this to other markets as well. More all-electric people movers are hitting the European market. Renault is launching the Traffic E-Tech, which comes with a 52 kilowatt hour battery pack that provides nearly 300 kilometers or about 180 miles of range, and it will have a starting price of 33,500 euros. Peugeot also has a couple of new models, the E-Rifter and E-Traveler. Both feature updated styling and come in either a standard or long wheelbase configuration. The smaller E-Rifter is also available in five or seven seat variants and comes with a 50 kilowatt hour battery pack that provides 320 kilometers or almost 200 miles of range. The E-Traveler can seat up to nine and has two battery sizes, either 50 kilowatt hours, which provides 224 kilometers or roughly 140 miles of range, or 75 kilowatt hours, which provides 350 kilometers or 217 miles of range. Toyota is partnering with the San Diego Gas and Electric Company to study bi-directional charging. Using a Toyota BZ4X, the two companies will research how vehicle-to-grid or V2G technology can improve services for customers and help out the electrical grid. Their research will focus on both charging and discharging vehicles to and from the grid, but bi-directional charging can also be used to take electricity from one EV and put it into another, power a home, or charge a stationary storage battery. The title for most expensive Ferrari ever sold is changing hands. A 1962 330LM 250 GTO by Scaglietti just sold for a total of $51.7 million at auction, which beat the previous record set in 2018 of $48.4 million. Its pedigree includes an entry at the 24 Hours of Le Mans that year, a win at the Nürburgring, and the only factory GTO raced by Scuderia Ferrari. And as much money as this is, it doesn't even come close to the most expensive car ever sold. That title belongs to a 1955 Mercedes 300 SLR Uhlenhut Coupe, which sold for $142 million. But that car was also purchased by Mercedes, and I believe it wanted to have and keep that title. Polestar is giving its customers what they want, and that's more of its upcoming electric sports car that's coming out in 2026. The Polestar 6, which takes inspiration from its precept concept, was supposed to be limited to 500 examples. But once those 500 examples, which it already has reservations for, are built, the Polestar 6 will enter regular production and the company will build as many as customers want. Highlights of the model include a folding hard top, dual motors that provide 650 kilowatts or over 880 horsepower, and it will do zero to 100 kilometers an hour in 3.2 seconds. That brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for making AutoLine a part of your day. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. Solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems. Over-the-air engineering. Boost your game. Borg Warner. Propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world.
Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. At Tajin Automotive Technologies, we combine world-class composite materials expertise with cutting-edge designs because, frankly, there are better ways to lightweight vehicles. So lighten up with Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility.